0: everyone, this is Allison Lee, and you are listening to CraftCast. And on today's show, I'll be talking with illustrator and metal clay artist, Terry Kowalsik, as well as lots of other news here in the CraftCast studio. So uh, let's get started. Show number 159.
1: Starting the day again, oh yeah. Letting the sun shine in, uh-oh. I'm gonna dig within myself, uh-oh. Life may be never what you think, but I think I'll just go with it and create something new.
0: Welcome back to another week here in the CraftCast studio. It's me, your host, Allison Lee, here to share you all kinds of goodies in the crafting and art world. Lots of creative inspiration. Uh, So what's going on here in the studio? Uh, I am excited to report working, working, working away on a really cool lineup of live classes uh, coming this September. Uh, All kinds of Oh, great topics. They'll all be released at the end of August. You'll get to see everything. Uh, Right now, I'm just saying um, I'd sign up if I wasn't already going to be there. So (laughs) there you go. Also, excitement. There will be um, sort of a matinee time so that all of you across the pond, uh, where it's sometimes too late to listen in live... There will be um, a second time zone so that you'll be able to enjoy as well. I'm very, very, very excited about that and getting to know even more all my friends over in uh, the UK, over in Europe, uh, as well as I love all you down in Australia. And, uh, you know, it's funny because I was thinking how um, true story here. Uh, when I was in Girl Scouts, and you know how you got all those great badges to put on your sash, and of course I was very into getting lots of badges, uh, I got the Pen Pal badge. I thought this is the best to be able to get. You wrote it into a company; I think it was like you know Pen Pal Incorporated or something. And you said you wanted names of young—you um, didn't have to say young—Girl uh, Scouts, and I picked. England and Australia, and I got the names of two women, two young girls, and I would, um, uh, you know, write letters back and forth and we would talk about our favorite crafts. How fun is that? I still even have, uh, I, must, I must have been like, what, nine at the time, a little, little booklet that my pen pal in actually Australia sent me of animals, mammals uh, that were unique to Australia. So, Here I go, all these years later, uh, so excited to get to know even more of you. So it's sort of a pen pal, uh, turbo pen pal, (laughs) deluxe. (laughs) Oh, yes, we're always meant to do what we discovered when we were young is all I can say. So what else is going on? Uh, There's that and that. And then, oh, very, very, very exciting. Another program that's going to be launched here in the CraftCast studio is CraftCast Pro creating unstoppable artists. That's going to be a uh, coaching uh, type of environment. Uh, More about that to come soon, but it's very exciting. So if you're looking to take your hobby to pro, or you're trying to get to any next step in your creativity, this is something you're going to want to check out. Uh, You'll be working with me directly. And uh, make sure that you're on the newsletter sign up uh, when you go to the www.craftcast.com site, down in the lower left-hand corner, you can put in your name and email so that you get all the updating news. So make sure and do that so you'll be first in the loop for that. Okay, so I do have two books that I love. Uh, the first one is called, sort of a song title, Chains, 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 by Joanna Gulberg and uh, Natalie mourneau I believe is how you say your last name. Here's why I love it. Uh, You know, I did study chain making in the Byzantine classic goldsmithing way. And I love chains and I love the long chains. I love all of that. But they've taken a fresh look to uh, making some chains. And I love it when people are adding in uh, some new inspiration, adding, you know, mixing metals, mixing shapes, uh, great pictures, and... You know, sometimes I love a book because I'm going to be inspired from what they've done. And sometimes I want to make the exact project. And there's one in here I love uh, that is called Luna. And it is done with mixed metals. Uh, I believe it's... um, Well, here I can read it right here. Uh, It's a uh, silver, but then silver with a patina. And then some brass. So there's three different colors. And it looks like different shapes of the moon. Anyway, it's very cool how they put that together. I'm just... Karen on here. Uh, But there's lots of fun things to get inspired with. And, um, you know, great stepping off point. So I recommend that book. Uh, You can come on over to craftcast.com and get the link. So it makes it easy for you to go shopping in Amazon and take a look at that. Uh, The second book is called 21st Century Jewelry. No small topic. Uh, It's in the Best of the 500 series by Martha Levin. And Okay, this is sort of a must-have for your library. And, it, you know, really, I don't care what medium you're working in, you can be inspired by whatever someone else is doing. Uh, And this is one of those books. It's like 400 and some odd pages with work from everyone and great photographs. And, you know, basically it's all photographs. So it's just one of those. When you can't take in any more info and you just need to look through something and be visually inspired, here's the book for you. Just saying. 21st Century Jewelry. It's a heavy one. I'd say it's a two-pounder at least, maybe five. Uh, the Best of the 500 Series by Martha LeVan. There you go. Come over to the site, and you can get those links to make it easy. Okay, so uh, today's guest. Today's guest, Terry uh, I <laughs> Go look at his site. Again, you can get the link over at the craftcast. Um, site, because Terry is this mixture of illustrator, as well as amazing Palmer, I'm sorry, not Palmer, metal clay artist, and uh, such a unique take on things. And what a delight to talk to. You're going to love this. Uh, And then also make sure you listen to the special bonus information I got to tell you about after the interview. And uh, I just had a great time talking to him. So I know you're going to enjoy that. And before we listen to my interview with Terry, I have a piece of music for you today by Patty Griffin called Heavenly Day. I love a heavenly day. So enjoy that and come on back and I'll be chit-chatting with Mr. Terry Kowalczyk.
1: All the clouds blew away Got no trouble today With anyone Smile
0: Okay, well, today, all you uh, metal clay people as well, listen up. Today I'm talking to the artist, author, and certified clay instructor, uh, Terry Kowalsik. I'm very excited to have him here on the CraftCast show today. Terry, thank you so much for coming on.
2: Great to, great to be
0: here okay so I love here's what I love that I read on your site um, I like this little quote here my artwork is an extension of a vid- vivid imagination the common thread in my work is through the creation of whimsical animated characters that demand to be noticed mm-hmm. so <laughs> I know anyone who writes that I like want to know what's up about that what you've probably been doing characters your whole life then I'm yeah
2: it, it actually comes out of my, the illustration side of me, which is very whimsical, very wacky. Um, if, if, uh, and, and that I've been doing for like 30 years, you know, doing illustrations, and it's very bright and colorful. It's actually not it's, – it's, it's a step away from what, what I do with, with, my, with the jewelry. You know, it's, it's really the, the wacky side of me.
0: Okay, but I love going there. So now, <clears throat> were you doing this since you were a little kid?
2: Um, basically, yeah. Yeah, 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 Messing around with stuff since I was a little kid, yeah.
0: So you started drawing like probably around six or eight and coming up with characters you loved?
2: Uh, maybe even before that. You yeah, know? yeah. I love to play with my food, so.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I can already picture you in grade school. You were the one off in the corner drawing away with the with the whole imagination thing going on. Mm-hmm, yes, And that was me. And then how did you discover that you could actually be an illustrator?
2: Um. Pff. God. it's 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 just something that that I had to do you know in in, in grammar school and in, even in high school I was constantly doing stuff
0: were you always you doodling
2: I, I was always always doodling right, you know, right, right pens pencils whatever you know, Right. Crayons.
0: and then did you discover like an airbrush at some point
2: um airbrush actually came about uh late in my in my illustrator cr- career but i had i actually injured my hand from actually pressing with color pencils too hard so the doctor said you have to change (laughs) or you know or you're going to have problems with your hands." so
0: oh my god oh so you were a fiend you were just like with those yeah I
2: was very aggressive yes
0: I love it so I loved when airbrush came out and I was fortunate way back starting my career in publishing I got to hire illustrators and I thought that was so cool to work with people who brought things to life you have someone actually on your site who I I did that with many years ago Elwood Smith
2: oh great Mm hmm Wonderful, yep. right? Yep, yep. Wonderful guy. All
0: right, so how does the brain work when you got all that sort of crazy animation going on? Are those characters living in your brain, and then they just have to come out?
2: Oh, they're, they're there all the time. You know, <laughs> I mean, it, it, if if I see a spot of paint someplace, or you know, it's just something, you know, I look at it and I, and I see characters coming out of it. It's kind of kind of weird.
0: Uh, no, I love it. I don't think it's weird <laughs> at all. I love that. So do they actually immediately take on a personality and a sound and a voice?
2: Um, not always. You know, sometimes they do, sometimes they're, they're just there as a, as an image, you know, and, you know, they're they're just, you know, they're, you know, jumping around in my head.
0: Right. They're having a party in there. Oh, with,
2: definitely. Yeah. Yes.
0: With you and without you. Mm-hmm. Well, did you follow that career path of doing illustration that way then? You did, right?
2: Uh, yes, I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And, What's that? Did you enjoy that process? Because it's, you know, you're usually working with people like myself in the past who come up with a concept and then you have to bring it to fruition for them.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, w- w- what it's given me is it's actually given me like a, um, a step-by-step method of, of, of working, you know, um, because w- when, when you're dealing with, with um, you know, different, um, different uh, like art directors and stuff, they They kind of give you a problem which you then have to solve right. you have to solve to to meet their criteria. And right so you know you're, you know, so you, you go through the process of of the early thinking, the sketching, and all that, and then you you know you, you eventually wind up with the finished piece
0: yeah, I like that process you, mm-hmm. you obviously do too
2: mm-hmm.
0: now, did you go from did you so obviously you started with crayons with a with a with a vengeance uh, and then so did you move right into then airbrush when that became?
2: Um, when I, I started using airbrush, airbrush uh, in the in, my, in the background of my pieces, and I, I was doing like like a regular like watercolor with just a regular brush, you know, and and then I started using airbrushing in the background, and then uh, eventually once I learned how to handle the the tool, it then became you know I was using airbrush all the time.
0: And you loved it, right? That no, was I,
2: lo- I loved it. Yeah. Right,
0: right. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I did not become savvy at, it at all, but I sure loved. Remember when they had when us art directors, to give to you illustrators. would try to do little drawings, and we could put the old magic markers in a little air can oh, yeah. and do that fake airbrush <laughs> yeah. for a while. Yep. It was very cool.
2: Yeah, and the fumes especially. Oh,
0: yeah, I love it. The whole <laughs> thing was a party. So now, all right, so you, you're airbrushing, but now it's a huge jump to go from... Like you, obviously, are you working computer for all your, illustrator, all your illustrations now? Um,
2: actually, actually, I wasn't able to to make that transition. You know, okay. I, I I couldn't. I didn't didn't have that tactile quality. in oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So I couldn't convert.
0: So you still do airbrush and all of that?
2: Um, yeah. When the jobs came in, I do airbrushing. Yeah,
0: still I do that. I
2: love it. Mm-hmm. Wow. And
0: then you actually bring in original artwork to people.
2: Uh, or do you yeah, get? Well, it? these days, what I do is I I scan it and then, then I send okay. them off a of digital. Yeah.
0: Okay. What do you think of where today's world is for illustrators is at? I mean, the old days—remember the, the the covers of, mm-hmm. you know, Life magazine—the days when the illustration was just superb. You know, it was a
2: yeah. I think, you know, personally, I, I think it's it's kind of the way technology has taken us has put us in a position where like anybody can be like the an artist. Let know me
0: know let me saying? let me correct that. Where anyone thinks they or, can, yeah, be.
2: exactly. Yeah. Yes, yeah. And so, so there, I, I think um, things have aren't as good as they used to be. <laughs> you know, it's because it, it's it's been clouded. You know, we're 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 a lot. There's a lot more. There's, there's a lot more things accepted, which wouldn't have been accepted. You know, back in in the days that the heydays of illustration.
0: Of course. You know. Yeah, I've been talking to people and across the board that's sort of true, but I think it sort of evens out because quality work still, you know, comes to the top no matter what.
2: Yeah, that's true.
0: You know, even like I was talking the other day about uh, type fonts, mm-hmm. you know, the pro- what that's gone through. Oh, that's gone, yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, we used to hire illustrators just to do type.
2: hmm
0: You know, it was a whole process.
2: Yeah, that's all changed.
0: It has all changed, and but it's still it's a wonderful type of thing. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So now, how do you make the jump to? And now I've become a fiend also in precious metal clay, metal clay work.
2: Well, uh, uh, during the, the the period when I was doing airbrushing, I was also getting some commissions for uh, for three dimensional art. You know, which which which, which I well, was. How does making. that happen? How does um, someone say? It's, just, um, it's one of those things where where if. Uh, I was in a studio uh, in, in Manhattan with, with a bunch of other uh, other artists, and okay. some were illustrators, graphic designers, and art directors, and I just started playing with this with the polymer clay. No and, way! And, and one funny. of the one of the art directors saw what I was doing, and he said, "You know, I want to try to use you in in, in, in a certain project." And and he gave me the project, and then, you know, I that's that's where it, where all, it, it all got started was basically there with polymer clay, and then I started doing, you know. Pieces for Readers Digest and stuff, you know, uh, uh, with polymer clay, and then that kind of, you So, know, wait, that, you
0: were doing things like uh, three-dimensional sculpture, because yep. I'm sure these characters yep. were screaming in your head, and now oh, they yeah. saw polymer yep. clay, and they wanted out.
2: <laughs> right, yeah. and they were almost, you know, the, I mean, it, it brought them more to life, you know. It took them from a, from a two-dimensional to the three-dimensional, you know. And so I was, you know, I, I, I got several projects doing that, and then PMC came along, and, you know, I, I became interested in that. And I just fell in love with it. As a matter of fact, my wife's the one who, who brought home the, the, the brochure from it from a, a place in Manhattan called, called Metalliferous, which is a jewelry place.
0: Well, we call that the crack house here yep. with my friends.
2: Yep. And <laughs> and 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 she, and she brought me home, you know the one of the first brochures you know from there. And I said, you know, I, this looks really interesting. And I took a class, and that was it. You know.
0: Okay. What got to you? I love it when people fall in love with some something right away. What got to you as soon as you, because I have to say the first time. I did it. I sat down and went, Ugh, "How do I get this off my fingers?" So I didn't have the same feeling. So I love it when people do. What got to you right away when you touched it?
2: Um, just just the the, the tactile quality of of, oh, really? of the material. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I just love you know the mushiness of it and all that. <laughs> you know, and and that I could just you know that, that I could you know I could take things that that were in my head that were two dimensional. I could make them three dimensional. You know, because so, I. Uh, I'm the type of person, if I can get that picture in my head, I, I can make it, you know, two, a, a three-dimensional, you know.
0: I love that. So, that but, is not one of my you know,
2: it, it, it was a really great process. And, and it wasn't like polymer clay. I, I, I saw it as being like plastic jewelry. This was like metal. This was like, you know, hmm. it was something, you know, that was.
0: It, like the, the, the actual, the finished material. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that got you as well. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So do you remember the first thing you made?
2: The uh, first thing I made, I think, was this little, um, it was like a little pod, like a little seed pod type thing.
0: And did you think it was the most magical thing ever?
2: Um, yes, it was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
0: exactly. <laughs> I loved that. Who, do you remember, whose cl- class did you take way back then? Do you um, it,
2: was, it was actually at a place called the Old, Old Church Cultural Center in yes. Ordell, Ordell, New Jersey, sure. with um, oh, Susan Sloan.
0: Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, with,
2: with her. Oh, know? how fun. And that was the first class
0: and then did everything. you did you go home and become a fiend and buy everything and just start playing?
2: um I didn't buy everything what i I bought more clay of, you know of right, purpose, right. but I, I didn't back you know, then really, it was
0: really really cheap yeah and,
2: and then um like I would say like maybe six months later I took a class with Chris darway you oh, know, and okay. and, that's, and I got certified you know and that that was it you know I was hooked
0: and did you ever go off to also learn traditional silversmithing or no
2: um i I did some some traditional stuff in college, oh okay. You know,
0: so you had oh so then you went off to Chris and that was it oh I love it so all right so now did you make jewelry because it seemed like the logical thing that you make from silver or did you really want to make jewelry?
2: Um, I, I just like the fact that you can make things and wear them. You know, you did. I mean, I'm one of those guys who wears you know what I make. You know, so it's you know I I I just like the aspect of it. You know, and uh, uh but most of the stuff I do make it, it is jewelry. I you know I, I've done a few little sculptural things. But, yeah, majority of things, it, it's jewelry, yep.
0: And you feel that you can bring the whimsy into your jewelry as well. I know you can, um, I sort of yeah, saw a, yeah, Yeah, I can. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's fun. All <laughs> right, so now you're working away in jewelry, you have your new thing, so now you're sort of divided between illustration and the uh, metalwork?
1: Mm-hmm, yeah.
0: And is well, there, do you bounce back and forth when you, I mean, do you uh, turn off one and go to the other, or are they equal all the time in your
2: being? Well, now you know I'm doing mostly metal work.
0: You are okay. Uh,
2: yeah, and 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 part of that's because the uh, the market for illustration and stuff has kind of like you know waned.
0: It has. It's changed. But, yeah,
2: yeah, it's changed. So, yeah. Uh, there's more. There's actually more PMC work out there than than illustrator work.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. Right. So now, so did you immediately think, okay, now I'm going to go get? I mean, I can tell you're a fiend. You're going to go off and get certified because, hey, I can, I, or did you want to teach? How did that happen?
2: Um, well, at first, I, I didn't want to teach. You know, I, I was just doing it for the uh, for, for the price reduction, you know, for the <laughs> savings, you know, for a discount. <laughs> but then, you know, uh, uh, my wife sort of, like, pushed me into, like, you know, teaching a, uh, one workshop for the New Jersey Polymer Clay Guild. And uh-huh. I, I did that one class, and then, you know, from then on, I was kind of, like, hooked into teaching, you know, so.
0: And what's the thing that you like about the teaching part? I, I, just,
2: I just like the... the socialization and i like the sharing aspect of it right being an illustrator you're kind of like you're locked in your studio so right you know especially with the advent of like all the technology you know that that took you further away from meeting people so this kind of like the teaching of the of the pmc you know gets you more involved with people
0: no i agree I like that yeah i mean you go from being always alone and tucked away to hey there are people out here (laughs)
2: Yeah, and, and, and the fact that, that as an illustrator you're solving problems, you know, uh, you're creating things for your client and you're solving problems for them, that's basically the same thing with teaching. You're solving problems, you know. Hmm, okay. And, so,
0: Now, what's the approach you take? You walk in, Do you, you teach beginner classes, correct?
2: Yeah, I teach, yeah. Because that's
0: always, um, I think, its own challenge mm-hmm. because you're dealing with people who have the fear of, I'm going to make my first thing, it's going to be wrong, bad not right, you know, all of that. Yeah. How do you work with people that way?
2: Um, you just have to keep on encouraging them, and you have to, um, you know, keep on reminding them that, that they're just uh, starting out, and mistakes are going to happen, and you are going to, you know, I mean, you're going to waste some material, and you just keep on encouraging them. You, right. know, just, you know, if you see them do, doing something wrong, you've got to point it out and, you know, have them, you know, tell them, you've know, you got to correct that, you know, you want to make it better.
0: Right. You know, well, the one know. thing nice about clay is you can get a result pretty easily and pretty fast. Yes, yeah, yeah. That was my experience. I took a basic beginner yeah. class right where you just mentioned. And, um, you know, it was very exciting to walk out and go, and I have earrings and a pendant to show for it. Yeah. It's a very exciting thing. All I, right, but then you went on. Now I love, and I see you're teaching it, your boxes, things that open and close.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What's up about that?
2: More uh, animation? I just, well, I like, I like things that that to have movement to it and that's another way of adding movement to it and i I like the you know playing with the inside and outside aspects of of a piece
0: now it is it's fabulous but i know enough to know that that's challenging to do what's the hardest part about teaching
2: that type of thing um well every little the pieces the little pieces yeah you know everything's like really small so it's it's really hard to demo that but yeah you you, you just got to keep on um, you know, watching what people are doing, and you know, again, you got if if you see them going off in the wrong direction, you got to you know, you have to correct them, and it's just something you you just have to keep on doing. You know, and they just have to. Uh, as far as a student, um, you just have to encourage them. You know, there, there's a lot of little parts, but it's really not as hard as you as you think it is. Really? Yeah,
0: I'll believe you if you say so. <laughs> I've, only, I've only gotten to the first bit where I was the stuff was sticking to my fingers, so. <laughs> And I don't think I'm ready For a box just yet Even though it was great fun So Well Now, what do you think about the state of... It's interesting because you said, okay, polymer clay. You know, if some people heard what you said about polymer clay, it's just plastic, they'd get very upset. Oh,
2: I know that, yeah. And
0: (laughs) some people would get very upset uh, about, you know, silversmith using clay, that it's not really silver. And even though it's marked that, there's always (laughs) attitudes from everything. Where do you see the direction of, um, you know, precious metal clay, metal clay in general?
2: Um, I think it's... If if we keep on going in the direction that we're going with the quality of work that's coming out, I think that that gap between like say metal smiths and 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 you know PMCers, you know that's 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 going to change. And, and I see that in some of my classes because I I'm getting more metal smiths in my class now who, who are you know kind of like they're interested and they want to learn more about it, especially like the boxes and stuff. The more refined pieces, you know, I see more of that. Occurring where you see people crossing over because of interest in the material, and they want to they they want to learn how it how it works, to see if they can you know put it into what they're doing you know with their normal metal smithing.
0: I think so too. I think you're right yeah. there because it's a way to um, increase your skills at that mm-hmm. point. Yeah,
2: and, and it's and with some of the hybrid clays that are coming out, there is more interest being drawn.
0: You know. Like, what do you mean the copper and the bronze
2: um, the, well, the copper and the bronzes and also the um, um the, the p m c pro the
0: one that's, that's like sterling yeah mm-hmm.
2: yeah it's, it, it's it's getting you know it's getting closer to something that I think metalsmiths want right so
0: and I just saw an article that um is Lisa Kane came up with making it even more like sterling so you can stamp it with sterling yeah, yeah. or something. Yeah, I know it's like making your own silver in your kitchen or something. I haven't even followed up on that, but it looks, I, I called all that magic at that point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's what you have to, you know, if you can take clay, put it in the oven, it comes out as silver. That's magic as far as I'm concerned.
1: Mm-hmm, yeah.
0: Well, now, what's your favorite part of working with the clay? Like, where do you like to spend your time the most? Is it in the box area and the hinges?
2: Um, that's, that's where I'm gravitating towards are, are, are the more difficult, you know, pieces you know, um, at, at, uh, I, I like working with the, uh, the the bronze clays and the copper clays because of the carvability of it oh, and, 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 and the okay. warmth of the material. You know, so it, it, those are the two aspects that, that I'm, I'm working on now. And I also love to uh, to, to paint and illustrate with the material. Okay,
0: tell me what you mean by that.
2: Uh, well, with, with the paste, uh, paste is is more than just the glue that you stick things together with. I think that's the name yeah, of one yeah, of your classes, yeah, right? Yeah.
0: yeah. I was like, what the heck the, does that
2: mean? <laughs> uh, a lot. Most of the imagery that you see on my pieces, that like the, the graphics on the pieces, right. that's, that's all done with a brush, and that's all you know, painted on on the surface of, of, of oh, the piece. Oh, have mercy. With paste, doing it's a layering uh, method. You know, so it's it's a way of of bringing that. Illustrative quality that that I've done for years into the, the metal work that I do.
0: Okay, so I'm looking at the one um, Icarus, a tear for Icarus. Is that yeah. done by painting on top, uh, that is
2: actually the only thing that's painted on that uh, piece um, is the little tear.
0: Um, oh, okay. The, the,
2: the rest of that, that piece was carved. You know, but uh, there's there's um, there's a piece um, that I that I've done which is it has a, like little um, what is it like egret with a little moon behind its head. I don't know if you've seen that piece.
0: Yes, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah,
2: yeah, that piece, that's all painted.
0: Okay, so you are one of those fiends. I get it. You were using those crayons with a vengeance for a good reason. Mm. Now you get to use it in in silver. It's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. Now, do you get to spend time um, creating, like, what's on your, what do you, what's in your head right now that's screaming to get out?
2: Um, More boxes, you know, more, um, um, I want to. What I'm going to try to do is I want to do pieces that have more movement in them, in them and maybe movement where if, if you open up the piece, there's something dangling inside. You know.
0: I do love that. You know. Do you have an artist that you love that one of your idols from growing up? That type of work.
2: Uh, well, um, I love uh, do- Dr. Seuss. <laughs> I love it, Dr. Seuss. <laughs> you know, he's, Seuss. It, because it's got the whimsy and stuff in it. And, it's the best. You know, it's just one of those one of those great artists you know
0: I love you said Dr. Seuss that brings back so many memories there's so much great whimsy and and happy and excitement and movement in there
2: and and, and for, for like fine artists I love Calder's work me too you know the, the, just the movement of, of the little individual elements
0: did you see his exhibit at the Met of uh, the yeah, jewelry that, yeah mm-hmm. yeah I had to be dragged out when it was closing someone had to physically pull me
2: it was it, it
0: was it was great. I uh, that to me, I constantly look back at that work and I'm re-inspired.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Actually, that's what when I bought an anvil, I'm like, okay, I need to sit there like he did and just hammer and do. Mm-hmm. Really beautifully and inspiring. So, yeah. all right. So you're working on boxes now. How do you get? I'm afraid to even ask you this because it sounds like they're all living up in your head, but. Obviously, you know, do you ever get a feeling of, like, I can't think of anything, I need to go get rejuvenated somewhere? Um,
2: hmm. Sometimes, but, um, (laughs) I mean... Or do
0: you just close your eyes and they all come screaming at you?
2: You you need a little bit of of that little push once in a while, and and you just start looking around at things, you know. Yeah. And and, uh, everything that's around you, you can always, you know, get inspired and and pull something out of, you know, even walking outside... You know you, you walk along the street and you you see something in a you know building's or architecture or yeah or or even you know in a bunch of bushes or whatever you know th- there's always something out there that can you know click something and get something going
0: do you go through phases of like I'm into only doing pods now or I'm into only doing squirrely squirrels right now or circles right now
2: um not really no i I tend to like jump around a lot,
0: yeah. Know? Yeah,
2: I, I, don't, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but I, I do tend to to you know hop around
0: for the next thing that speaks to you. Yeah. So, do you do something else for downtime?
2: Uh, downtime, relax.
0: <laughs> I, you know what? I can't stand the term downtime. I really want to call it uptime from now on because you know it makes it sound like we sit there like vegetables. But some I th- balance time is what it should be called. Well, um, now, now that you can't do garden work anymore because of allergies, you're going to have a lot of time on your hands.
1: Uh,
2: well, uh, I have a lot of things to paint in my house. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know.
0: So there are those kind of things. Well, I know you have so, a teaching schedule coming up.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. My my schedule is going to get rather busy, you know, pretty soon, and and that's that's really enjoyable, you know, going going in to to the different venues and teaching.
0: Right. So tell tell everyone like some of the venues because they'll they'll recognize them, um, I'm sure. Uh,
2: well, uh, it's, uh, one of, one of my favorite places is is Snow Farm, which is up in in the Berkshires in Massachusetts.
0: Yeah, it's,
2: it's, it's like art camp for hippies.
0: I love you know, their now. brochure. I you just know, stare it. at it.
2: It's it's one of those really, you know, one of those wonderful places that you find, and you just love going there, you know. I love it. Everyone has a good attitude, and a lot of stuff's created. You know.
0: I see you're up there at Snow Farm. What are you going to be teaching up there?
2: I'm going to be teaching a PMC Silver class, and then um, a Bronze Clay class. Um, and, and in the in the fall, I'm actually going to be teaching um, a, a class for um, Hasbro. They're, they're having a retreat up there. So Hasbro toys. Hasbro toys. Yeah, <gasps> yeah, yeah. All the. Uh, the toy designers are going to be coming up there and oh. doing like uh they're going to be taking separate, you know different classes and one of the classes we're going to be doing uh, PMC rings.
0: So, oh my gosh, I'm it, more, this is going to be crazy.
2: It's 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 I've I've done it once before and, and it's and it's really it's really great a great experience because you're dealing with people who who think you know three-dimensional um, fun three-dimensional stuff and, yeah. and right away you know as, as soon as you tell them about the material. You can see their minds start, you know, clicking and, and stuff just coming out.
0: So you come yeah. out. I would. Those must be amazing rings.
2: Yeah, it's, it's it's some really bizarre stuff comes out. I yeah.
0: love it. Now tell me a little bit about. Is the, you you just said you're going to teach the bronze clay, correct? Mm, yeah. Is the bronze clay that much different to use than the silver?
2: Um, it's much cheaper.
0: It is much cheaper, right?
2: Yeah, um, it, it's in certain aspects uh, the, the bronze. Some of the bronze clays are really, really carvable. So they're, um, you know, I mean, they, they, they carve like butter. And, and wait, I, when I, do I like you the carve hair. them?
0: So as soon as they're, they're when they're in clay form, you carve them, or they have to dry a bit before. Uh,
2: what you do is you basically you make your basic shape, and right. then you, you 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 go at the at the shape that you have with with the carving tools and you okay. carve into it. It's it's kind of like whittling with with clay.
0: Okay. You know. And you can make bigger pieces then with uh, you that.
2: Make, you can make larger pieces. Um, the only thing that you might run into with with some of the uh, um, the, uh, the bronze clays are, you know, sometimes there's it's a little it's a little iffy with with, with the firing. Once in a while, you you have a little bit more problems with, with that material. But if you do it right, um, everything should should turn out okay.
0: Isn't that always the way it is? If you do it right, yeah, it should yeah. turn. Out. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah.
0: Everything in life. Uh, yeah. Is there a lot of shrinkage with that one?
2: Um, the, the bronze clay that I use, yeah, there's a lot of shrinkage. Yes, okay. Yeah, and, and that's, that's a good thing because you can, you can work really large and then when it, everything like tightens up.
0: It looks even better. looks,
2: looks even better, yeah. You yeah. get all the little nuances really, really, you know, get really nice and sharp.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. I, and I bet your wife enjoys the fruits of your labor.
2: Um, yeah, yeah, she likes them.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's always a good thing to be uh-huh. able to when your significant other can make you something blingy and fun yeah I always enjoy that well, I love it, so onward with 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 metal clay, it is really really, really um an interesting medium to work with, even though oh. i do I do still call it total magic is what i got to say so it's uh it has lots mm-hmm. of potential that's still left to be discovered. there's still new things happening all the time with it. Mm-hmm. Anything new that you're working on, like trying to put it through a, uh, I don't know, a sifter or something? Someone's always up to something with it. Um,
2: well, I've actually tried um, airbrushing it.
0: <laughs> I knew, I knew, I knew. And how did that work for you, Terry?
2: Um, it, it worked It worked out pretty pretty cool. I just haven't had, had you know, I, I wish I had more time to really experiment with that aspect of it because you can do some really cool things by airbrushing, you know, thin layers of onto glass. You know, oh, Lord so have I, mercy. So that's what you it, did.
0: You took it, a glass, it, you mm-hmm. filled your airbrush with the stuff.
2: Mm-hmm. And I just used a stencil and I, and I airbrushed a, like a really thin layer of onto the glass. And I got some pretty interesting results. I just have to refine it a little bit more. And, you know, it just sticks just, to, just to the glass? Oh, yeah, it does. Because
0: mm-hmm. the heat is enough that it fuses onto the glass.
2: Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I
0: knew your eyes. Are coming yep. up with something new? Notice. See, I you know. Stay tuned. Next summer, there's going to be a new <laughs> class called Stick It with Terry. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, I don't know about that. <laughs> I might change a little. <laughs>
0: I don't know. I'd sign up for that. Well, I thank you so much. I knew it would be great fun talking to you. I love your website. <laughs> Uh, it is come over to the Craftcast site where you can see the link and find all his great work. Otherwise, it is mm-hmm. www.terrykavalsik.com. Uh, Google it if you can't find it. It's it was great fun talking to you, and you can get all of Terry's class information. I know you want to take classes, everyone. It's it's definitely fun on his website, so check it out. Terry, thanks so much for coming on and okay, chatting how, with uh, me. That's all right. been great. Okay, take right. care. Take care. Bye. Well, I hope you all enjoyed my my talk with Mr. Terry Kavalsik. I know I did. And listen up. If you want to get the bonus information, and today's bonus information is Terry giving his best tips on how to work with metal clay uh, as paint, literally painting with it. Crazy. Uh, you can find that on the CraftCast app. Uh, there's a special little button there in the app for bonus and that's your bonus information. And the app is available for your iPhone as well as your droids. Go to your uh, either your iTunes, type in CraftCast, or to your place where you buy your droid apps, and you will find that app and enjoy that bonus information. Uh, every week, The um, my guest has a little something special for people who are listening on the app, so go enjoy that. Um, and now today, I, I usually do a E.T. section, entertaining thought section of the show, but I'm sort of mixing it up now with entertaining tips, still in E.T. section. Uh, So I had put out a video, if you didn't catch it, I just want to share it here, a little short video on um, some organizational tips for the studio. I get a lot of questions about that. So I wanted to share my own personal organization uh, uh, tool, and and that is this. I had talked a while back to, um, interviewed Doug Fisher, you can um, search for that on the CraftCast site, And he has a program called Mission Control, all about organization. It's a great program. Uh, Anyway, this is what I learned from him, which is, you know when you have, well, this is me for sure, uh, lots of different ways that you collect your information, capture your information, i.e. stickies on the wall, all around my desk, you know, those little 3M pad things with a quick note on it, scribbled on it, because I just talked to someone, or uh, literally like a napkin, I stick back in my bag because I'm out having dinner, and someone says, oh, you must go check out this website, on the napkin that goes into my purse, or I'm out, um, you know, doing errands, and all of a sudden, I think, oh, I forgot to, or look at that great color palette, or look at that great shape, or, 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 and these little ideas get rid Written down on anything I can find, from my hand to my, you know, jeans to you name it, and I'm just going to share with you that made me a bit stressed because I was worried about <laughs> losing all my stuff, all my ideas, uh, and so here is a wonderful, wonderful tip for that. So Doug said, you know, you need a capture device. What is that? Simply put one place, one way you capture everything that uh, you're thinking about. So for me, because I, and it has to be something you have with you all the time. So for me, it's my phone. I always have my, I use an iPhone. I always have it with me. If it's, you know, it's in my pocket right next to me, it really is always with me. I don't have a landline and I'm a mom. So, you know, you always have your phone with you in case. Plus it's my business, you know what I'm saying? And so I use the little app that you download. I think it's even a free one called Voice Memo. So every time I think of something, I just click it. It's a little mic. And I just say, you know, here's a great website. Done. Um, I had this idea to use these two colors together. Done. Here's a picture of something I love that I saw when I was out. So I just keep talking into this little um, you know, little microphone on my phone. It saves all these messages, and then in the morning, over coffee, I sit there on my computer. I listen back and I plug them in to my calendar. You know, and I don't care if it's something. You know, okay, I'm not going to look at that website till next month, or I'm not going to think about doing that project with that great color to another month. But I, I take them all off and I put them in a calendar, so I know that they're accounted for, and. It relieves stress is all I'm saying. It's all in one place. So I pass that on to you. Find yourself a good capture device and uh, um, it will remove stress. Just saying. So there you go. That's today's show. I hope you enjoyed it. You know I love hearing from all of you. You can always um, go to the site, the www.craftcast.com site. And you can leave me a message, uh, Allison at CraftCast. You can find that link right through there. Also make sure and check out all the show notes because the show notes will give you um, the links to purchase anything I talked about, the books, uh, the music, Uh, Terry's site, uh, totally, totally fun. You don't want to miss that. So um, there you go. Also make sure you can follow me on Facebook and on Twitter, and something really new and cool that I'm now posting on, um, Pinterest. Check that out. Look me up on Pinterest. It's um, a visual. Um, it's a way to look at people's thought books, their visuals. It's really fun. Also, if you want to leave me a voice message, you can leave it at 877-819-1859. So check back often. Uh, thanks a lot for staying in contact. You mean the, m- the most to me, all of you crafters out there, so... Until next time, you know what I have to say. Get your butt in the chair and keep crafting.
1: Just get yourself right into your chair. Come on, listen. You can learn to create something new. It starts inside you.